welcome to Indicator Cast, episode 23. Uh, today we're here to talk about the recent announcements and some news and also um, a bit of rumors. And uh, we'll be covering the September release slate. And uh, today I'm here joined with uh, returning. Uh, good to see you back. Matt, Matt Schley, how are you doing? Good, sir. Hey, John. I'm, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Well, doing okay in a <laughs> here in Sydney. And uh, uh, my also here, we are joined with Tony, Tony Meaches, who's also in lockdown in Sydney. How are you doing, Tony? Doing well, John. Thank you. How are you going in this dreaded lockdown? Okay, not bad. It's uh, thankfully we do have our physical media to keep us uh, help us get through it. So hopefully, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, hopefully it won't be much longer. Um, cool. Well, look, um, yeah, look, it was just the one title. We'll jump right into it. Um, so they've they've jumped into Columbia Noir Volume Four. That was the uh, big announcement, and it was just the one for the month. The box set. Um, and this box set um, contains six films. Uh, it includes Walk a Crooked Mile, uh, Walk East on Beacon, Pushover, A Bullet is Waiting, Chicago Syndicate, and The Brothers Rico. Um, so before we, we get into it, um, just wondering, what, what was your thoughts on this announcement? And, and also, I presume you guys have the other um, noir box sets. Um, oh, sorry, Tony, I know that I think yours is coming for your birthday from memory. Uh, or... Because my partner bought them for me a couple of months ago, and... I and I promised her that I will wait until my birthday, but thank goodness it's nine days away, so <laughs> not too much longer now. So it's all good. I'm looking forward think, to because Nat, Nat bought you. Um, it was all three, right? All three volumes. Yeah, Nat got me all three in one go. So it, and that that was great. But since we're in lockdown, it would have been great to watch some of those noir films. But what can you do? I made a promise, and I couldn't break that. So it's all good. That's... But nine more days to go. Thank goodness. All three volumes, crack <laughs> into them. Um, Matt, what, what do you think of, and also what do you think of the, um, just wondering what you think of the series so far, the, the noir series? Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I do have them all already. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're so great. Um, I, this, this is the kind of stuff that I can just like watch back to back to back. Um, and it's, it's just great content and I hope they keep it coming. And once they run out of Columbia, they just, they can just jump somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're digging through the vaults. And I think, um, like I said, I, I can just binge the box set because they're all just you know, so entertaining, all the films. And, and like I said, they're all good. And then you'll find like a really good gem in, in the box set. I think with, you know, volume one, you know, Drive a Crooked Road and um, you know, the lineup will just really yeah. blew me away. Like some of those. Um, are there any favorites from the set, or any of the sets that you've um, come across so far, Matt? Any sort of that? Stand out. Oh, Murder by Contract, I enjoyed a lot. Yes. Uh, Murder by Contract. Yeah. That they're just also great. And it's, it's you know, they're all like 70 minutes, so you can just kind of sit and, like, get through three of them in a row. That That's what I love about them. You can just knock them out. And, and even, like, some nights, like on a, a weeknight or something, I don't feel like watching a long movie, I can just chuck on a noir, and it's just a, a good, you know, 70 minutes, and you're done with it. And um, it's, yeah, you can just kind of get through them really quick. So... Yeah, I, I love the series and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how many more they've got to go. Um, I know when we spoke with um, John from Indicator, he was suggesting that there were there were more to come, so that they're still not finished with this line. So um, there's there's plenty to go. So cool. So, um, yeah, look, I'll, I'll just get into it quickly and we'll go through uh, kind of um, what the set's about. So I'll just read the synopsis. So uh, 20th of September, 
uh, this comes out 2021 uh, limited edition box set you know, with worldwide blu-ray premieres um, indicators ongoing series of columbia noir box sets return with its fourth fourth installment once again delving into the studio's archives to select six films which plunge the viewer into a dark world of crime uh, featuring kim novak fred mcmurray gene simmons rory calhoun uh, abby lane lewis haywood and richard conti not to mention gangsters, G-men, foreign spies, criminals on the run, and corrupt cops. Columbia Volume Noir Number Four continues the series in fine style, um, presenting all six films on Blu-ray for the first time anywhere in the world. The stunning collection includes newly recorded commentaries, critical appreciations, uh, six, you know, Three Stooges comedy shorts, which lampoon the tropes, and also includes a 120-page book and is limited to 6,000. So, yeah, uh, I'll quickly go through here because. Yeah, thankfully it was it's 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 long but not too long. Um, so it includes a high definition remaster of all six films, uh, original mono soundtracks, audio commentary on Walk East on Beacon with um, in the Lonely Street author Frank um, Kurtnick, 2021, uh, audio commentary on Pushover with film historians Alexandra Helen Nicholas and uh, Josh Nelson, 2021. Uh, audio commentary on Chicago Syndicate with historian Toby Roan, 2021. Uh, audio commentary on The Brothers Rico with professor and film scholar Jason A. Ney, 2021. Uh, introduction to The Brothers Rico by Martin Scorsese. Uh, Glenn Kenny on Richard Quinn, 2021. The author and critic examines the electric career and director of Pushover. Um, Josephine Botting on Gene Simmons, 2021. The film historians discuss the early career of the British actor. Uh, G-Men Combat Saboteurs and G-Men at War. Uh, two March of Time documentaries produced by Louis D. Rochmont, uh, Walk East on Beacon, uh, focusing on the FBI's efforts to apprehend spies and fifth uh, columnists. Uh, routine Job, A Story of Scotland Yard, 1946, a short film examining the day-to-day -day work of Scotland Yard detectives and um, much like the one in Walker Crook and Mile. Uh, Policeman's Holiday 1949, a short film in which an American detective comes to England to assist Scotland Yard, echoing revisiting the plot of Walker Crook and Mile. Uh, six comedy shorts starring the Three Stooges, each lampooning the tropes and themes. Um, and these are uh, from Nurse to Worst 1940, The Yokes on Me 1944, Dunked, oh, Dunked in the Deep, 1949, Blunder Boys, 1955, um, uh, Commission on, sorry, in, in the Ocean, and A Merry Mix-Up, 1957, original trailers, image galleries, promotional materials, new and improved English um, subtitles for hard of hearing, limited edition book, 120-page book with essays by Beth Ann uh, Gallagher, Bob Herzberg, Sophie Monks Kaufman, Omar uh, Ahmed, uh, Jean... Joens and Monica, sorry, Monica Castillo, archival articles and interviews and the film credits, uh, worldwide uh, premiere and Blu-ray, limited 6,000s, and, and more extras to be announced. So quite a set. Uh, is there anything that stands out there for you guys? What do you think of the overall package? And I guess, well. Hmm. Well, I um, can't say much because I haven't got, the other three as yet, but I am really looking forward to this one. But I have seen the Brothers Rico before, and I really enjoyed it. But I'm looking forward to seeing it on Blu-ray for the first time. 
Yeah, and that, that was one that was teased to Brothers Rico in the newsletter a few um a few weeks ago, and apparently it's 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 one of the the better ones in the set, like like in terms of it being a really good. It could have even been a standalone film, from what what people were saying. Um, so yeah, interesting. And um, Matt, what do you think overall? Like, are there any anything that stands out for you? Or um... yeah, I mean, obviously, great packages always overall. I I always really love this sort of stuff that's like of the era. So like these kind of uh, like nineteen forties documentary shorts that are on here, just stuff like that is so kind of fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, I love it how they they managed to managed to find this stuff like that like the short films you know by, by a director or, or a theme related to to the box set so and and i'm also like i'm also glad to see the six stooges return this those yeah. uh, they were they were they were in the um i think they were, yeah, they've been in the first box set and it was um they were, it was a bit of fun because it was you know lampooning the, the um the genre so like the three stooges always good um cool um yeah, like, I guess that's it. I mean, that comes out on the twentieth. Um... Yeah, probably wait and see. I'm actually, but looking, I'm really looking forward to it because I love noir films. And number four is going. Number four looks quite promising, especially with the brothers Rico in it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, well, yeah, that, that's that's the set for the month. Um, you can order it, you know, directly from Powerhouse. There is a bundle option where they'll give you a a 10% discount if you just get it as a standalone and uh and yeah that's that's the main one that's for the month so i guess we can move on um uh, because yeah it was just the one title um and, and kind of go through the newsletter a bit um there's been some recent announcements with low stock and titles going out of print and standard editions uh tony do you want to take this have a go sure through. um there is a um standard edition of sweet charity coming out Further to our limited edition of Sweet Charity, recently selling out, 20th of September 2021, will also release the st- will also release of a standard edition of Bob Fosse's classical musical. The disc content with three presentations of the film as well as extensive extras will be identical to the limited edition. So yeah, with Sweet Charity, we had a we recorded an episode a while back with um with the, with um our guest stars Lee Gambin and um Cara Mitchell. That was a great conversation, and the and that box set was quite impressive. And it's good that the uh, standard edition will have the exact same extras. Yeah, I was about to say that's good because they don't, you know, no one misses out. So all, all you're missing out on essentially is, is the physical packaging, but the content's exactly the same. And there's, I think like Kara said, she was just so blown away by the um, the extras. Like even as a, a, like, you know, an educational piece, there's so much uh, content on there. So... Yeah, glad to see people aren't missing out on anything with the standard release. Absolutely. Yeah, um, Matt, I presume you've got. I presume you've got the the limited Sweet Charity. The... I have got the limited. I actually have not yet watched Sweet Charity, so still yeah. on the on, on the pile. Well, it was one on my pile for a while as well, but then um, yeah, we 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 did that recording that kind of not forced me but i had to obviously give it a watch and i was really surprised how much i liked it because i'm not a not i like musical i'm not the biggest musical fan but that was a really impressive film and i was um yeah it's just so entertaining so yeah definitely um one to one to chuck on yeah i'm bad about uh you know i i come home a lot and watch movies after work and so any disc that 
I'm sitting on, no matter how much I'm desperate to watch it, that kind of crosses that like two and a half hour mark always takes me a long time to get around to. Same, same here. Because I have to dedicate like a maybe a weekend afternoon or something. Yeah, yeah that's why Sweet Cherry just sat there because I saw the runtime. I was like, oh, you know, yeah. So I was yeah. just. I was just grateful we didn't have to watch all three versions to compare, so we could only watch one of them. So that was that was. <laughs> oh good. yeah, that would have been like nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, but uh, no, it's a great set, and um, and yeah, if you if you know, people haven't picked it up yet, pick up the standard because it's got a great commentary with Kara and uh, and um, Lee who are on the commentary. So yeah. Cool, cool, and uh, and I believe there's Tony. There's some low stock. Happenings. Yes, um, the stock update for the very latest stock updates on Twitter. All of the R print, all the R print indicator limiters are listed here. The very low stock Samuel Fuller at Columbia, nine thirty-seven to nine sixty-one, which we can now confirm that is out of print at the moment. Yep. Um, Berserk, a dandy in Aspic, Gardens of Stone, and the Border. That was very low stock, and now for the low stock content. Product, sorry. Um, Road Games, that is now officially out of print. Yep. It's gone. Charlie Bubbles, The Reckoning, Fragment of Fear, Footsteps in the Fog, The Third Secret, The Triple Echo, and Bellman and True. And also the um, limited edition out of print returns remaining. There's 19 copies left of Born of Fire, but that was, mind you, that was when the email was sent. Two copies left of Georgie Girl, The Legacy, and The Mind of Mr. Soames. More updates next month. Mm. And and for the so just looking at the site now, all of those except for Georgie Girl are still on the out of print returns page. Okay. Showing is available. Gotcha. That's good. So people can grab them. Uh, yeah, Georgie Girl with two copies. I, I don't think that would have lasted very long. So <laughs> great. At least they're still there. Um, once again, I. I kind of say it every time um are there any here you'd, you'd kind of recommend for people to pick up uh, any here that kind of stood out for you um i, I think that it's quite similar to the ones that come around but um yeah any here that kind of stand out i think i've mentioned the third secret a couple of times when we've done this so i guess i haven't pushed it hard enough for for people to buy the rest of it but that's a really good one uh the border as well yes should definitely go and and in that out of print all of those that are left. If you have a chance to get them, go get those. Grab them. Yeah, it, they're all good. I mean, they're all great stuff. Like Berserk's a lot of fun, <clears throat> um, and um, I really like Bellman and True. Uh, it was a really surprising heist movie. Handmade films. Really enjoyed that. Um, Tony, are there any there that kind of stand out that you'd recommend if they were to pick, handpick a few? Um, well, the ones I recommend, the one I recommend big time is Road Gangs, but well, that's out of stock. But yeah. now the ones that's in stock at the moment, I would definitely recommend Berserk, um, Gardens of Stone, one of Francis Ford Coppola's underrated films. And well, the out of print returns, definitely Born of Fire and The Legacy. Yes, absolutely. Born of Fire is a really amazing film. Uh, it is. Let's cover that soon. Very cool. Um, Cool. Well, um, well, that, that's the newsletter. And there was a clue um, at the bottom. I don't know what. Sorry, there was a little. Uh, the people obviously having tea. It looks like on the um, on the newsletter clue. I think someone worked that out in the group. I'm trying to remember. Did Did anyone recall what that was? Or? Well, I remember it was something with Peter Sellers, but I just don't remember what the title was. Here we are. Quick search for the group. Um, 
Okay, someone believes, someone said it was Hoffman uh, from 1970, which is a Peter Sellers film. Um, once again, one I've never heard of, but I think it is a Studio Canal film. Um, yeah, has anyone heard of Hoffman? Or it's pretty, it's one I've kind of flew under my radar. And I, I do like Peter Sellers. Um, yeah, is that one that's anyone's heard of? That's... No, I haven't, to be honest. Nope. Hoffman, 97 years. It kind of flew under my radar. Um, comedy, romantic drama, 1970. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just, yeah, one, one I never never heard of. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. I look forward to seeing that because um, I do like Peter Sellers. So that's definitely interesting to see. Cool. And, uh, and look, we'll, we'll get over to a bit of other news. Um, I, I guess I know. Matt, do you want to kind of take this one? Sorry, put you on the spot. The Ishtar Kent. Yeah. Because I know you were passionate about this film, or you weren't passionate. You, you how could I put? You were excited that it was coming. You were very interested because it was Elaine May, and uh, I, was, I was very excited. I have not seen Ishtar, so I won't join in the in the group of people who are either very excited because they love it, or who are indifferent because they already hate it. So who cares? But I was really excited because I love Elaine May, and was kind of holding out for a good release of this movie to sink my teeth into it. And so, um, you know, for for anyone who's kind of uh, listening to this podcast, but still somehow has their head under a rock in, in terms of like physical media, social media, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I don't have the exact press release in front of me, but Indicator announced that because of legal complications, uh, issues with rights, they didn't go into specifics, they are canceling the release of Ishtar. Um, which is very disappointing. And that was slated... Oh, it doesn't have a release date anymore, so I don't remember when it was supposed to come out. I think it was... Uh, trying to remember. It was in the... Uh, yes. It, yeah, it was in the... Uh, it was in the... Because I ordered the bundle, I presume you did too. Um, it was it, the July 26th bundle, it looks like. July bundle, that's right, that's right, yeah. And so... Uh, yeah, so it was meant to come out in July, and um, I I presume you got your refund and cancellation. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a damn shame. Um, yeah, because like I said it would be nice to just see this film with a bit of context. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like I said, I've, I'm so I'm just looking at the press release. The press release is actually it's on on the website. They actually put it next to the listing, but um, they don't. Oh yeah, don't really say, do they? It's just kind of no, yeah, quite vague. Yeah, it's a shame. And I do wonder, and I know this is probably the most minor uh, little petty thing to wonder about, but I do wonder because they, they haven't taken it off the website. They still have it out there. It's sold out. And I know that they've already kind of allocated a spine number to it. And I wonder if we're just going to forever have a gap in the spines to just sort of remember where Ishtar should have been. <laughs> that would drive me. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's a really good point. Will they fill that gap or do they... I mean, because like I said, it's not very clear. Are, are they officially done with it? Or are there, is there is hope they might get it back? Or it's, yeah, it's it's pretty vague. Um, because, and it seems like from what I was reading, yeah, it goes, um, thank you as ever. We strive to do the right thing. Uh, on this occasion, we weren't able to win the battles. But I think, yeah, yeah. And they pretty much said they did want to release a, a severely compromised edition. So they, it seems like they had the chance to release it. But what would have been compromised? The soundtrack, the, um, you know, the, who knows like like it's it's pretty interesting the director's cut i don't know it's uh t t yeah just just wondering it's all speculation but yeah it's just just 
interesting. I don't, don't know. Um, yeah, Tony, what do you think of this cancellation? That was Discipline. that was bad news for me because I was that was one of the releases I was really looking forward to because um, I've only seen the theatrical cut of Ishtar many years ago on DVD and um, yeah, I remember, I know it got a bad rap, but. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was quite entertaining in parts, but the director's cut would have been interesting to look at too. But uh, all this legal mumbo, legal mumbo jumbo, who knows what, what the issue is, but it's just a major disappointment that this release got cancelled. Mm, it is huge. Um, but yeah, like I said, well, I don't know. It's Like I said, it's still kind of up there. I don't know. that. I'm just holding a hope they can work something out. And later on down the track, we do get Ishtar. But Matt, like you said, will it be forever haunting us, that spine number that's missing? Um, <laughs> the... uh, you completists. Us completists, I should say. I <laughs> we, we have to have the spine number, no matter what. Have to. And, and the, the sad thing is, like, there's, there's just so many extras on here, a ton of extras. Like, they, they put so much effort into this release. Like, I'm just curious to see the extras. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you know, could they... They probably can't. But I mean, could they, you know, put them, put them on? I don't know. Given it out in disc to fans or something. I don't know. Maybe just as you know, as a little bonus for those who pre-ordered the bundle. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there. Um, but yeah, it's because um, yeah, there's just it just feels like a waste to throw away all these extras and uh, materials. And but like I said, we'll 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 see what happens. We'll, we'll see, I guess. But big disappointment. Real shame, especially with Elaine May and and Matt. I know. Um, Oh, I know you, you're both fans of Elaine May. I mean, uh, hoping that they possibly get more Elaine May. Who knows? Like, um, If they can fill this void with us finally getting a watchable copy of The Heartbreak Kid, <laughs> and I will, I will, everything will be forgiven in yeah. the world. Absolutely. We need a release of The Heartbreak Kid. That's, that's such a great movie. And the only way to watch it, at least in the United States, that I have found is just this terrible terrible version of it on youtube wow yeah, I, be I believe it's also on the criterion channel if memory serves me correct really is it i think so was that a recent edition because i know there was an i know there was an elaine may um collection in, in the criterion channel which included um a new leaf and um mickey mikey and nikki of course and um i think the heartbreak kid was included in that if memory serves me correct Okay. I do not see it on there now. I'm searching, but they do uh, add and remove content. Oh yeah, pretty regularly, so it's possible so, I missed it at some point. It feels like that. I don't know that because, like I said, all the others are widely available. It just feels like the Heartbreak Kid, which is arguably one of her, her best films, is just it's just so unavailable. And you know, it's ironic. You, everywhere you look, you you find that that awful remake pops up <laughs> instead. <laughs> the Ben Stiller one. Oh. I refuse to watch that one. I have to say, I refuse. <laughs> Terrible. I saw that in the cinema. Oh, that was bad. Um, uh, yeah, but the original is just. Um, I think like, I've, I've got a really old, really old Anchor Bay DVD from many, many years ago. That's like twenty years old. That release, but it just someone has someone has to put out. Surely someone has to do it. Like, because um, you know, m most of her films are getting a bit of a you know a renaissance with, with some of her um, you know recent ones like you know newly. Um, that's got a good release. Um, what was the other one, Tony? The Criterion. Um, uh, Mikey and Nikki. Mikey and Nikki. Yeah, that got a release. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and Ishtar would have kind of filled that, but we'll see. We'll see. Disappointing, but what can you do? Um, yeah. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it 
in terms of the news. Um, yeah, Ishtar being cancelled. Um, a bit of a shorter episode because obviously, yeah, it was just the one title that they are bringing out. Um, I guess we can kind of do a bit of a roundtable like we normally do, um, kind of finish off. Uh, unless, Tony, is that, is that in terms of indicator? I can't think of anything else, any other rumours or announcements? Or, well, as far as I know, that's that's um, that's all I know. But um, but I still remember a while back in 2021 sometime that there will be a big Harryhausen box set. So I have no idea what's going on in that. Um, here's hoping there will be an announcement soon regarding that box set. Yeah, because they, kind of, they kind of announced that unofficially. Well, they, they kind of... So they said they were doing it, and it was even on, I think, a Harryhausen podcast. Someone kind of leaked the information, and they were doing that postcard thing for the 100th anniversary of Harryhausen. They actually got a Harryhausen little promo running now. I think it's like a, a Harryhausen um, sale uh, on the standard editions. But, yeah, I don't think – I haven't heard anything else. Um, Matt, have you heard anything else around that set? Anything else popped up around that Harryhausen box yeah i i haven't heard anything else and i was a little surprised because i think this sale that you're talking about is marking whatever i don't know if it's the anniversary of his birthday or whatever anniversary date um yeah over a hundred years since the birth of special effects genius ray harryhausen so i i kind of expected around that time was when we'd see some kind of an announcement so maybe they're not ready to roll anything out yet but uh hopefully soon we'll have some kind of news on that that'll be great even if we have to go and buy everything we already own again i'm sure they'll make it worth it I'll just going round table um I, just the usual what do you guys picked up what have you been watching recently um matt i'll, I'll pass it over to you because we were just chatting earlier you've um obviously the the criterion barnes and noble sale has started in the u.s and you've got some goodies you've done a bit of shopping yeah so the sale uh officially started today unofficially started on the website yesterday um, so I, I <laughs> managed to get the World of Wong Kar Wai box set online with a coupon stacked on it yesterday, and it miraculously showed up this afternoon, next day. So it's sitting here with my other stack of goodies, which I uh, acquired in person. So I'll just, if you guys will indulge me, I'll read down my stack here. So I got a copy of Bringing Up Baby that made its way onto the shelf a couple of days early. The game, Defending Your Life, Celine and Julie Go Boating, the Lost Honor of Katerina Bloom, The Signifying Works of Marlon Riggs, uh, Streetwise Tiny, The Life of Aaron Blackwell, The Furies, Europa Europa, and Nightmare Alley. So very excited to start working my way through this stack. Very cool. Great. And, and uh, the sale, I think, yeah, it goes for like a month from memory, the Criterion sale, but it's always good to get in early while the stock's there, basically. Please. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that I'll be back at least to pick up Mirror when that comes out in a couple of weeks, but uh, I can never resist showing up on the first day so and, and spending more money than I probably should responsibly be spending on Blu-rays, but you can't take it with you, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's why, that's why I always say is um, <clears throat> just just you know, get what you love and you enjoy. Um Anything else, Matt, or was it mainly just been a Criterion-focused week for you? Uh, you know, the only other thing I'll mention, and I know that this is probably not something that you guys quite have your minds at yet being on lockdown, but I did finally start my, my local theater reopened, and I'm finally back at the movie theater for the first time since uh, before any of us had ever heard of COVID. And, you know, it's been 
great to kind of start to actually get to, you know, like I basically, I feel like 2020, even the stuff that did come out, I just kind of missed it because it wasn't in the theaters. And so it just like went over my head until award season started. And uh, I'll, I'll shout out one title because I won't make you guys listen to me for too long, but I feel like um, I, I saw Censor, um, which is a sort of horror slasher movie, let's see, directed by Prano Bailey Bond. Uh, and it's kind of a callback to like 70s slashers and like Giallo. And I feel like it's right in the wheelhouse of probably the target listener of this podcast. So I think go check out Censor. It's a, a lot of fun. I really want to see Sensor. Um, Tony, I know uh, a good friend of ours down here, Chris Chris Campbell, he's been raving about Sensor, or he's been really excited to see it from memory, Tony. Oh, he has seen it, and um, he is obsessive over Sensor. He highly recommends us to watch it. So we should watch it sometime. He's hoping because, you know, Australia's, re- Australia's cinema release days can be uh, – could be same day, even could be two years from now. Sometimes some of the dates in Australia can be very, it's just, it can be very long or very short. And yeah, we just have to be patient, I guess. But yeah, when Sensor comes out, I'm definitely interested to watch it. Definitely can see it. Yeah, um, it's a great one. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. It's funny because like, like Tony, I was going to say, like in Australia, like life has, life, before this lockdown, life really did kind of go back to normal. Like we were, you know, the cinemas were fine. Like, because in Sydney, like I said, we, we, we had like pretty much no cases for the past, you know, I'd say good six months or so. We were really good. Um, and we, we were getting back to the cinema and I was seeing a few things, but yeah, just throwing everything out of whack. I just want to get back to the cinema because um, I think, like I said, like said, Matt, there was so much that we missed. But what what we ended up doing was um, we have a friend that has a really good, um, really amazing setup, like a home theater setup, like full on projector, um, you know, amazing Atmos sound, incredible. And we what we were doing was um, obviously when there were still cases, we were just you know watching it at, at his place, and it was really amazing. Uh, Tony, you can uh, endorse the, uh, the what's the theater called? The Gillian? We the Gilligan. It? The Gilligan. Gilligan. Yeah, our friend's home cinema. And we were watching a lot of the 2020 releases there because they weren't <clears throat> they were kind of bypassing cinemas and going straight to streaming. So, but yeah, it's, it feels like a lost year for movies. 2020 definitely was. Yeah, cinema. So, damn shame. Um, yeah, and Tony, is there anything that um, you've picked up? I know you've got, like I said, your your sets are there ready to go, your uh, noirs, but anything else that's um, you've picked up um, as of late? Yeah, besides the noirs, um, I have just recently got in the mail the um, the limited edition three disc four K edition of the classic Basic Instinct, and oh. and I have watched that, and I've got to tell you, the restoration in that movie looks stunning in four K. It looks beautiful, and um, yeah, and, and as with you and with you guys, obviously. I'm just waiting for the Criterion sale. I put, I've already got a few titles in my um, cart, so I'm looking forward to looking forward to having those in my hands after such a long time. But the titles I've got in my cart are The World of Wong Kar Wai, obviously, The Complete Agnes Varda, Essential Fellini, mm. The Human Condition on Blu-ray, finally, mm. from Criterion, that is, and um, Nightmare Alley. They're the only ones. And Secrets and Lies. That's probably... That's my pile. Very cool. You know, I have the the Arrow release of The Human Condition that they put out a couple of years ago, and I have not been able to convince myself that I need to buy the Criterion yet. But I'm sure I will eventually. That's 
That's great stuff. And, and it, the the Arrow set's an amazing, uh, really amazing hard box, like a really yeah. set. And it comes with a book. And um, I, I think Criterion's a digipack from what I saw. But I, I, yeah, they, I uh, so so the DVD was, and then the Blu-ray they released in just a standard plastic case. Oh, oh standard okay. plastic. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Because I wondered why the the Blu-ray was. I think. I think from memory it was it was cheaper or less or about the same price as the DVD. And no, it's actually it's actually believe it or not thirty dollars cheaper than the than the DVD. Than the DVD. Because <laughs> because I I had that old set and it was a really nice digipack. Um, okay, interesting. Hmm. All right. Because <laughs> maybe that's part of the reason I can't get myself to buy it again is like the packaging downgrade. I think they took which this is no big deal, but I think they took it from three discs to two discs, going from DVD to Blu-ray. So. Yeah. Mm, it's it's stuff like that and but some it's random because sometimes like the furies they'll keep the, the the book and the the box like the slip pack sort of design but then randomly they'll just give it a clear case it's it's very random um yeah so um yeah interesting interesting um antonio was gonna say just quickly um we obviously um down here in australia picked up wasn't recent but the last batch of imprints we got as well oh imprints <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Um, they're they're announcing some pretty amazing stuff. Like they they've just been pumping out some titles. But um... September alone is gonna is insane. I couldn't believe it. There's like a there's like two big there's like four box sets actually. There's one the first one's obviously collaborations with the the films of Zhang Yimou and um, Gong Li. Oh, eight, that eight huge, film yeah. set. I forgot about and that. Then, yeah. And then of course um Space 1999, the TV show. And um, the other box sets from Imprint are um, the, the the UK. Um, uh, what is it? Again? Oh, here we go. The um, Assassination Bureau. Oh, but, sorry, the box sets. I mean, uh, the Harry Palmer collection. Yep, Harry Palmer. That's right. Yeah. And um, the 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 big screen British comedy collection, which includes the the films of Dad's Army, Step Two, Steptoe and Son films, and one Are You Being Served film. Oh. Uh, yeah, so yeah, imprint in September is huge. It's like um, too it's, many titles. I have to say for one it's month. Insane. Like I don't know, especially that um, like I said that that um, that Zhang um and Gong Li box set. Like that alone, that's that's a massive two hundred dollar set. Um, Matt, I presume you, you, I think it was getting around some of the 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 um the Criterion groups and stuff. The um. The, the collaborations box set imprints doing the Asian cinema one with um did did you see that set Matt that um yeah I I saw the announcement I don't know any of the movies but the way that everyone was was raving about just excitement for the set it took an incredible amount of willpower not to spend the <laughs> I'm sure massive amount of money it would have taken both to or to pay the price of the box set and to ship it to the United States so I I restrained myself but I stared at it all morning when it was announced and really thought about it yeah tempting i'll live vicariously through you guys when you get that one um yeah so i recently got the mail i, I said i've got my barnes and noble sale i'm uh, well sorry the criterion sale I'm, i've ordered a few things um just waiting for them to ship in australia you know barnes and noble don't ship to us anymore so i have to go through amazon australia which is great because they they price match barnes and and pretty much we can get them down here shipped directly to australia but um, yeah, so far I've ordered, um, like I said, with Amazon, it's a waiting game. You have to wait till they drop. So I've, I've grabbed a few so far. Uh, Visions of Eight, uh, Streetwise and Tiny, the 
the same as same as you, Matt. I really look forward to seeing that. The life yeah. of uh, Aaron Blackwell. Um, I also ordered the Wonka Y box set, of course. The that's the big granddaddy, that one. Um, I also ordered um, Pick Up on South Street as well, which I've I've mean to get, but in my cart, like I said, I've got um I've got a few. I'm just waiting for them to drop, like Secrets and Lies. Um, uh, what else we got here? Paria. Um, I'm also waiting for the Benwell box set to drop as well. That's that's been on my watch list. Yeah. Um, yeah, waiting for that one to drop. The signifying works of Marlon Riggs. So a few things. Yeah, I'm just waiting patiently for them to drop on Amazon, but then I'll grab them. So snatch them up. But yeah, that's, that's coming soon. And um, <clears throat> and also just um just been getting a few things from a few sales um uh, vinegar syndrome had a sale so I, I grabbed some stuff there and um and i've i've just been grabbing some stuff from eureka uh recently got a ptu and uh encounters of a spooky kind um and i also recently got a from severin they did a really good christopher lee box set of all his european films which is a great set so i grabbed that as well and i've been working my way through it but um yeah plenty of stuff plenty of stuff keeps all busy um cool i guess that's it i mean yeah it was a shorter episode because of the box set um anything else any other final thoughts or um all, all good well probably my only thought is nine days can't come soon enough i'm dying to watch the, the three <laughs> volumes that's all i'm that's all that's all i can say well not long now you'll you'll be counting down the days and then you can uh, mm-hmm. absolutely and, and do it. <laughs> And who knows if we're still being locked down there, but you'll be able to binge through those those films, just get through them. Oh, for sure. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll see you all soon. Um, and, uh, and yeah, hopefully, like I said, we've been talking um, with Indicator, hopefully, to get them back on soon so we can have a second um, second chat. And Matt would really like you to come on if we could figure out the time zone. I think this time zone works for them as well in the morning. So we can, our morning, your your night. So we'll figure it out. So we'll do that very Great. soon. Cool. Well, I guess that's it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you all then. All right. See you later. Mm-hmm.